What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Box the Box podcast. I'm your boy, Chop. This is this is the last World Cup segment, guys. The World Cup is over. But it was a wonderful World Cup. Probably the best one I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, but let's get right to it. There was a final yesterday, France versus Croatia. France ends up winning their second World Cup. I can't believe that, just based off the teams and talent that they've had in the past. But France wins their second World Cup ever. Um, they win 4-2 to two against um, a tired Croatia squad. Um, but kudos to them. Um, four goals uh, for France. I, I didn't see that. I predicted in my last... Uh, the last podcast that uh, it'd be a 2-1 um, win for France, but both sides ended up doubling the score that I predicted. So, um, look, I said Croatia just wouldn't have the legs. And you know what? In the first half, they kind of proved me wrong. Um, but in the second half, it just France were just too much. They just had too much talent. Um, but there was controversy in this game. Um, just like the the rest of this World Cup. Um, Just to go over it real quick, in the first half, Croatia were dominating. I mean, they were just absolutely living in France's final third. It was just, it was shocking, to to be honest. I just didn't think they would have the energy. Um, I feel like they would sit back and let the game come to them, but they didn't. They came out attacking. And uh, the first bit of controversy happened in the 18th minute, um, France ends up getting a goal it, by own goal from uh, Mandzukic. Um, Griezmann kind of went down from a challenge from uh, Brozovic. Um, but on replay, it kind of looked like he slipped. But Brozovic came through um, late and a foul was called. And for me, it was a foul. Um, but I could see the argument that it could have been considered a, a die or a no call. Anyway, France got the free kick in a dangerous pres- position. Um, and Griezmann's uh, free kick, which was a beautiful curled across um, towards the back post, but no one got to it, and Mandzukic uh, tried to attempt to clear it with his head, but uh, it went into his own net. So uh, early on, you know, a lot of people saying that that goal should have never happened because the call shouldn't have ever happened, but 1-0 right there. And then um, Croatia, who have been down before, um, many times in this World Cup, find a way. Um, ten minutes later, to be exact, um, Perisic uh, just does an incredible uh, form of skill. Uh, there was like uh, the the ball was knocked away from a, a free kick, um, and it fell down to his. Uh, um, I think it was his left foot. I can't remember. I, I can see it in my head. But either way, he, he made a beautiful touch, lined it up, and just struck it. Uh, this is a super strike um, into the back of the net. Um, right past uh, Loris, who, who has been incredible for France uh, in the World Cup. But it was definitely just a special effort from uh, Perisic, man. So so game one, it's, it's 1-1. Um, and, and still... You know, things are, are definitely happening um, for, for Croatia. Again, they're, they're pressing on. Um, and then more controversy. 
this is the biggest uh, controversy in this match, actually. Um, 38 minute, uh, 36 minute, actually. Uh, France is given a penalty. Um, so Perisic gets up the goal and ends up costing his team a goal as well. Um, it was weird, man. Uh, Perisic's arm was considered not in a natural position, and, and, and it's difficult. This is where those FIFA rules are just so gray, I guess. You know, when you jump, if you play football, when you jump, I mean, you use your arms. They're going to be out a little bit because you're, you're using them for balance and sometimes protection. Well, in this case, you know, he was just jumping. Um, the ball ends up hitting his hand. Um, and the referee, it, it, there's no call. There's no call. It actually takes a while for uh, the ref to, to make a decision. And they end up going to VAR and they review it. And it's overturned and he gives the penalty. Um, so, you know, it. we always say this, this sport is cruel. And this was kind of a cruel foul. Now, when I saw it happen, like in real time, I didn't think anything of it. I mean, I knew that it it hit off his arm, maybe. I didn't see, like, the hand, actually, or exactly where it hit, but I knew that it hit off of him, off his arm. Um, but then after the replay and I saw what happened, I, I just knew it was going to be called a penalty. I've seen that before, and it's it's been called. And, you know, th- this rule um, is is just very subjective. It's um, it just depends on who the ref is and, and what's going on. But, you know, VAR came into play and they actually got the call right, in my opinion. So I don't know. But you could say France were gifted um, two goals in the first half. So it's 2-1, uh, 38th minute. Griezmann slots it away, who's kind of – look, he's he's looked very composed in front of uh, – with his penalties lately. Uh, you know, he's missed some in the past that uh, could have helped his team – um, win some games, but um, he's looked very composed now. He's obviously been working on that. So 2-1, uh, half, and, uh, you know, I, again, I go back to Croatia just not having the legs and the stamina. I just, you know, you couldn't count them out. I tweeted something out like they've been dominating, um, but they're down 2-1, and, you know, you can't count them out yet. Uh, just because of, based off of what they've done in this tournament. Well, I was wrong. Pogba ends up blasting one home, makes it 3-1. I'm so happy for him, man. He gave he gave him the two-goal cushion. Um, it, it was just it, the, the ball that he played to Mbappe leading up to this goal was just absolutely – it just showed everyone it, just how talented this guy is, man. And hopefully all of his haters just shut up. I mean, the guy is this – Whew. I mean, how could you not want this guy on your team, man? But um, Pogba ends up giving it down to Mbappe, kind of breaks down. Um, a, a low ball was played into the box. It works his way to Griezmann, who keeps the ball alive and then plays it to, to Pogba. His first effort was blocked by Vita, um, and then he got the rebound and just sends it in with his left foot, found the top corner, and it was it. That was it. I mean, that was the moment. And then Mbappe puts him away, gives him four, makes it 4-1 uh, for France. Um, th- this goal reminded me so much of Henri, just the way he he hit it. And this 
the way his leg just dangled like a pendulum pendulum um it was this it was this it was very Henri like man it was about 25 yards out and just let it fly um Mbappe man being that that goal made him the second teenager to score in a World Cup final the only other one being Pele I'm sure you've heard of him um and then the the mistake uh Loris he saw that all of his teammates were out there doing tricks and flicks he's up 4-1 he was like hey let me let me do something and the ball's played back to him from Untiti and Mezukic is closing in on him and he decides to try to uh, sidestep him and ends up giving the ball to Mezukic who makes the close interception and the ball goes right into the net so it's 4-2 a lot of people are saying hold on now I mean it's in the 70th minute but nah it wasn't meant to be game plays out France are the World Cup champions and that's how it went down guys um I want to get back into just this France team um, and kind of just go over, you know, what what we can expect four years from now from France. I mean, they're the best team in the world right now, and they have a young team. Um, Four years from now, a lot of these guys still will be in their 20s. Mbappe is only 19. He'll be 20 in December. it's just crazy, and I'm going to focus on Mbappe for a second, guys. Again, 19 years old, he's already won a World Cup, and he kind of just shows that he is probably going to be the next one up in, in regards to Ronaldo and, and Messi and, and taking the torch from them. Um, and he doesn't have to worry about people saying, well, can he w- win a World Cup? He's already done it. So he can play without having that, you know, kind of be in his shadow, if you will, um, he can just play the way he wants to now and, and not have to live up to that expectation of, well, can he do it for his country? He's already done it. He's getting better. He has so many accolades, um, just un- unbelievable stuff, man. And, and a lot of people weren't sure about him, especially the, the amount of money that Monaco paid for him. Well, he showed it that season that they made that run in the Champions League uh, he was their leading goal scorer. It was just unbelievable. Now he's at PSG. Um, he said that he's going to stay there. And that's something that you do say if you're French and play for the, the top French club. But I still think Real Madrid will think about throwing the bag at him. And we'll see what happens with this summer. But he's just unbelievable, man. He's, he reminds me so much of Henri. And, and people have said it before. And, and he showed it today. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And for me, he also reminds me or has a little bit of R9 in him uh, when it comes to like his powerful runs and his dribbling when he gets inside the box and rounding the keeper and all that stuff. It's just unbelievable stuff, man. And he's definitely the next man up. Um, Varane, he's 25 years old and has already run four Champions League trophies and a World Cup. Like, that is unbelievable, man. And there's still people that don't rate him um, as a, a, a decent or top uh, center back, man. But he's still coming into his own. I mean, he's 25 years old. He still makes some mental mistakes, but he's he's top class, man. He's top class. Him and Umtiti were outstanding. Um, their partnership was just outstanding this whole World Cup. It was just 
unbelievable stuff to watch. Um, and then Paul Pogba. I mean, my favorite player. He finally shuts up his haters. He gets the World Cup. Um, just the 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 image of him holding that trophy uh, with his, his dad's image on on his shin guards, and just pointing to the crowd and and putting his finger up and waving and shushing them uh, for all his haters. Man, you know, hopefully it just shuts him up until club season and he puts on the United kit and all that stuff comes back. Unfortunately, but. Pogba has done it too, man, and, and he shows that he's he's worth the hype, and he's just a great midfielder, great player, um, kind of living in that Zidane shadow. Um, I know, you know, there there's a lot of talent on this team, but he was he was the spark for this team. He had a wonderful tournament. I know people are talking about his scoring and all that stuff. Didn't need to score. He held he he did his job as a midfielder, and he did it well. And it worked out, and uh, hopefully, uh, Jose plays him in the right position when he puts on the the club kit again. But uh, that's all I really want to talk about with France, man. Um, I gotta give a shout out to my guy Luka Modric, who, in my opinion, was the best player and deserved the golden ball um, in this tournament, man. Um, the golden ball, man, has gone to. Uh, the players that have lost the final six times. Can you believe that? Like, that's crazy. Um, it's just like a consolation prize, I guess, at this point. But still, Luka definitely deserved it, man. Um, he carried Croatia. He carried them. There's just no way. If you took him off that team, there's no way they did what they did in this World Cup. It's just unbelievable. He played the most long balls in the World Cup with 45. Um, I believe yesterday he was the only player that had over 90% passing. There were, It was just open play yesterday. The game was very open. It reminded me of France versus uh, Argentina. Um, but Luca was on it, man. Um, again, he carried the team all the way to the final. He was very instrumental um, in, in Croatia's uh, runs. Um, you know, this, he was everywhere. He, he I want to say he played every position for Croatia except keeper, man. But he was this he, – he had a good tournament, man. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with him at uh, Real Madrid. I know he has to be tired. Um, he's getting up there in age. Um, it, but he had an absolute incredible World Cup. And anybody that didn't rate him should definitely rate him as one of the best, if not the best, midfielders in the world right now. Um Shout out to him, man. I had I had to give him a shout out, but um, that's pretty much it, guys. I mean, this world again. This World Cup was this incredible. Um, my favorite moments were uh, let's see, Mexico versus Germany stands out to me. That was this just a way to kick off the the World Cup, man. Um, that win. Uh, it, it, no one was, I mean, just everything that goes into that matchup um, and for Mexico to win that game and, and to start it early um, was incredible. Spain versus Portugal, that 3-3 game, what a thriller. Uh, and then Ronaldo's free kick in that game to to tie it um, in the final moments. That was just, that was unbelievable. Uh, Germany versus Sweden, uh, that Cruz free kick at the end. I will never forget that. That was unbelievable. Um, 
when Panama scored, I know they were getting battered in the World Cup, but that was a big moment for them as well. You could just see the fans. They were so happy that they scored. It was a big moment, man, their first World Cup. Um, there were literally tears flowing in Panama when they scored a goal. Um, big, big moment. This shows how big the World Cup is to the neutral fan or the non-fans of the sport that were tuning in. Uh, Belgium versus Japan, that was a thrilling game. Um, and then that, that comeback, that counterattack run for Belgium to come back and, and win. Uh, Chadley, uh, the Brona, um, and Lukaku, that dummy that he did, that was this great individual skill, man. That was that was it, man. I mean, again, this this World Cup had everything. VAR was actually good. Um, it actually helped a lot. There was no violence, um, at least that wasn't documented. I didn't see anything. It, it, I was really worried about the World Cup in Russia, but it was a good World Cup all through and through. And um, again, my other favorite moment is this Pogba finally gets to shut up his haters, man, for now um, until he club season starts. And speaking of club season, again, I know, guys, I said this was the, the last episode. This is the last World Cup episode. And, you know, again, this is just like a side podcast from the new ultras uh, that I do um, just because I, I, I just love the sport, man, and just love talking about it. And I can't link up with the guys in, in the new ultras as much as I want to. Uh, hopefully that will change come club season, but I'm still going to be doing uh, the Box to Box podcast during the club season, um, maybe every Tuesday. Um, it, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I still need to work out a schedule, but definitely going to bring, uh, you know, uh, results, transfer news, um, stuff like that, and just some opinions um, as well. Hopefully get some of the guys on here as well, depending on how the scheduling works out and everything like that. But you know, again, I just love the sport and definitely just love talking about it. It's just, if you don't love the sport after this World Cup, man, or at least like it, at least like I know, look, I'm an American. I know how soccer is viewed here, but I know a lot of people that don't really watch soccer were watching the World Cup and now they're buying kits and they know Mbappe and know how to say his name correctly and they know who Paul Pogba is and Ronaldo and Messi and know the history between those two and history between the countries and everything like that like this was a this was a a win for for those fans or those neutral folks um for for soccer to kind of take over here not maybe not take over but at least be more enjoyed here in the states man and um you know hopefully you guys been listening to me and, and i've helped with that too um you know again this world cup man has this been great um so yeah, um, this isn't the end, but this is goodbye for the World Cup. It was great. Can't wait for uh, the next one in four years. And Cutter, that's going to be really interesting. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it, man. I'm looking really forward to uh, the the European club season, man. It's especially after this tournament, man. There's just going to be um, a lot of build up. Uh, it's a good thing that this World Cup was really good because now I can kind of breathe and wait a little bit and enjoy this and not rush into to club football, man. Although I am ready. I'm ready for the banter. I'm ready to see what my club, Real Madrid, does now that Ronaldo is in Juventus. I really hope that we buy Mbappe over Neymar. Everyone's saying Hazard, but I don't think so. So 
we will see what happens. But um, yeah, guys, make sure you guys, uh, you know, subscribe and uh, listen in and give an applause and likes and all that other good stuff. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode and enjoyed all the podcasts, whether you've listening for the first time or, you know, the 100th time, I really appreciate it, man. We really appreciate it. Make sure you guys tune in for all the new ultras podcasts. Go back and listen to all of them. They're hilarious. They're great. We don't take ourselves too seriously here, man, but um, we love the sport and we give good, good takes, bad takes, banter, all that stuff, man. So make sure you go back and listen to those and subscribe. Um, follow us on Twitter at uh, New Ultras Media. You can follow me at the John Tolbert, J-O-N-T-O-L-B-E-R-T. If you want to give me a follow, I appreciate that. If not, cool. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy this, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I'll probably just make a little uh, snippet of when um, you can expect more box-to-box uh, podcast um, come club season. And if there are any mega transfers like Mbappe to Real Madrid, I will definitely do uh, episodes on that. But I will see you guys in the club season. Until then, peace.